to Secure Podcast. I hope you can all feel my soul radiating through these frequencies. See you all on the other side. everybody welcome back thank you so much for joining me today i am so excited to be here to be recording today uh there has been something i've been meaning to put on the podcast but because life right hashtag because life i just haven't been able to so i'm very excited to actually do it today so what i'm going to be sharing with you all today is This piece I put together for a very powerful event I was a speaker at last weekend. A lot of you will know who I'm talking about, the East LA girl, Carmen, one of my very, very good friends, incredible human being, amazing, amazing mujer, and I am just still very grateful for having formed part of that impactful event. Her event was called Getting Grounded With Your Roots, And it was absolutely magnificent. When I tell you that this event really had everybody's feels out on the table, I mean it. This was an event that was meant to make you look inward. An event that was made to make you challenge yourself and really face where you come from and how where you come from has shaped where you are now and who you are turning out to be for tomorrow if you didn't get a chance to attend that event i am so sorry and i wish i could say that it was okay but it's not (laughs) because you really missed out on just such an amazing time with some incredible women i was able to connect with some women i had not met before some women i had met only online and it was absolutely magical so carmen came and asked me if i would like to talk about healing the heart during her event and I thought this was absolutely perfect because this is one of the core things that I speak about on this podcast right the whole mission statement of secure podcast is building a community of power magic and love and that love is the heart so I said yes of course and I immediately started thinking about what this meant to me and I put together a few tips to really help you navigate through the healing process. The topic was how to heal your heart and I'm going to share with you all what I shared at that event. I mean, there is nothing new or special about these tips, really. They are just things that I think we forget because in the hecticness of healing yourself, we end up focusing on everything but healing ourselves. So here it goes. Enjoy, everyone. I'm here to set up this image for you all. That's how we're going to start. I want you to imagine yourselves sitting in the most comfortable chair that you can think of, in the most comfortable position that you can think of, and you're sitting in the living room You're staring straight forward and right in front of you is a rug. You're sitting in the living room in your heart and there is a rug right in front of you. And this rug is all sorts of fucked up, (laughs) 
because there's all sorts of things underneath the rug that you've been sweeping under there and hoping you won't trip over it. You keep reminding yourself to walk around this rug because there's so much stuff under there. If you happen to trip over this rug, you are fucked. So let's go back (laughs) to envisioning ourselves sitting in the most comfortable chair that you can think of. My chair is a love seat and it's one of those plush love seats that you sit on and you sink into but it's firm enough to hold you and the cloth that it's upholstered in is a soft cotton linen and i'm sitting with my legs crossed and i'm looking at the rug in the middle of the living room of my heart i know what that looks like for me you know what your rug looks like to you in your living room and what your couch looks like that you're sitting on now that you have that image in your head let's proceed So let's start with the conversation about healing your heart, right? The first thing I I really, really want to drive home is that you have to face your heart. And, and what does this mean, right? What does it mean to face your heart? It means looking at your own shit. Oftentimes we brush our shit under the rug in the center of our hearts because it is faster, it's easier, and it just looks tidier without all the hard work, right? face what you have sitting in your heart so what this means is that everything that you have hiding under that rug is something that you swept under that rug yourself emotions experiences memories thoughts ideas regrets grief loss anger frustration anything that you have ever felt and immediately rejected and then swept under the rug because you thought that you were going to deal with it later or you thought you didn't have to deal with it or you thought i cannot deal with it all of that is what's sitting underneath that rug and we all have it we all have shit under the rug because no one is perfect enough to just know how to work through things immediately and if you are i mean good for you if you are right i'm not out here trying to throw shade at anybody but i'm certainly not and it's taking taken me a long time to really learn how to do that right i it's taken me a long time of healing i want to say years of healing to finally get to the point where i can face what's in my heart it's not easy it's not pretty it's not nice but but it's necessary you know because when everything that we're brushing under the rug it's it's only making for a breeding ground of more shit more sad dust more angry dust more rusted emotions of self-loathing if you want to heal you're going to have to pull the rug out and dust the shit out of it with some introspection self-reflection look on the inside that's what facing your heart means now after you face what's what's under there right that memory that you just cannot seem to work through or that grudge that you're holding on to because your old friend did something or your current friend did something you know, look at that. What is this thing that you brushed under the rug? That's all facing your heart really means. It's only the 
the initial part of this entire healing journey. Right after that, you're going to have to sweep out all of that shit. You're going to have to lift the rug and sweep out everything that you've had piling up in there. And what does this mean? It means that you will have to face the emotions that come out from under your heart's rug. When we open up and we allow ourselves to feel, we often find more than one emotion comes up, right? We might pull out one, but it's stuck to another one, and that one is stuck to another one, and suddenly we're surrounded by dust balls of emotion dust bunnies emotional dust bunnies guys emotional dust bunnies that is where i was going with that sometimes we're so surprised because it's been so long since we even faced that it's been so long since we tucked it away and so long since we forgot about it other times we're surprised because we've done so much work to convince ourselves that we don't need to feel it But yet, here it is. And that's the crazy part. The crazy part is that we trick ourselves into thinking that we don't see that huge mountain under the rug in our living room. And we just close our eyes as we sit on our nice, comfy, plush cotton linen couch how do you sweep out your heart let's talk about that what are some ways that you can do this for me personally i write things out i have to write things down something about putting pen to paper it's just absolutely magical for me and it allows a flow of emotions a flow of ideas a clarification of both and an organization of myself on this paper you can put on your playlist Put on a song that puts you in your feels and connect to that emotion. I recommend this, guys. I recommend that you go to that last song that you skipped over because it made you feel some type of way. Play that song. Sit with the feelings that come from listening to that song. I mean, I don't know what that song is for you. I don't know what that emotion is for you. All I'm saying is that I encourage you to sit with that. Don't skip over those songs. Don't drive around the house that brings memories for you because you don't want to sit with the feelings that come from that. Don't turn your head when you see someone that reminds you of a time in your life that you've tried to forget. Sit with that. When you sweep out your heart, what you're doing is that you're not dodging the stimuli that activates these feelings. That's what sweeping out your heart is. Right? Facing what is in there and then taking out what is in there and sitting with what it brings to you what it makes you feel so when you let's let's go back to this idea about a playlist you put on a song and it puts you in your feels and you connect to that emotion and then you prep yourself for an emotional writing session these are my specialty guys i am so good at these i'm also extremely dramatic when i write and if you've ever heard my poetry you know But prep yourself. Set an intention of emotional release during this writing session and allow yourself to just write everything and anything that comes to mind. Free writing, emotional writing, let it all out onto that paper. Don't worry about the neatness. Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about aesthetics. Just vent onto the paper. 
You don't have to reread it afterwards and you don't have to share it and you don't even have to keep it. Just trust your heart once it tells you that you are done. And do this as many times as is necessary. I do this a lot. I, I do this quite often, actually. I write and write and write. And usually after I write, I feel the release. I feel like a feeling, you know, like I got it off my chest. I got it out of my heart. It's not under my rug. And that's the feeling that I wait for. And that's when I stop writing. This is such a big part. And this is just one way of how you can sweep out your heart, right? Another way is speaking to someone that you trust will hold space for you. I want to share a piece that we talked about at this event. And I believe it was Carmen that brought this up. And she said, all you have to do is ask someone if they'll hold space for you. And th this, this is not a direct quote, by the way, but ask someone if they will hold space for you and if they would hold space for you without judgment and without feedback you have to explain to them what it is that you want to do do you want to vent about how you feel do you want to vent so that you can figure out how you feel do you want to just let it out and then what do you expect them to do you know do you expect them to just listen or do you expect them to react and to give you advice be very clear about this because at the end of the day we're all human and we're all so complex we're not always on the same page very rarely are we on the same page at the same time so just be fair to yourself and be fair to the other person and know that you can ask for someone to hold space for you and feel comfortable doing that. Now, the next one is crying it out. This is also another favorite of mine. I really do need to cry things out. I have learned that sometimes the crying itself releases all of the energy that I could not release writing and I or could not release speaking to someone. And this is so important because our body releases energy in different ways. Just how your body can release energy through writing, you can release energy through speaking, you can release energy through a behavior like crying. I think we need to stop looking at crying as a, a sign of weakness or a sign of pain or a sign of anger. Like, Don't attach it to any emotion. I would say look at it as a way of release. And when you're feeling that you need to cry, the only thing that should be attached to that feeling of, oh, I need to cry should be, that must mean I need to release, right? When we rid the stigma that comes with crying, such as if I'm crying, I must be emotional. If I'm crying, I must be angry. If I'm crying, I must not be happy. When we get rid of those attachments, you know, that stigma that we've put on a crying then we realize it's really just a behavior that our body does when it needs to release and our body is so smart it knows what it needs to do we are the stubborn ones our brains we're stubborn and our hearts it's blocked by a huge rug of angry dust bunnies and grief dust bunnies <laughs> all i'm saying is Change your perspective on what crying means and look at it as a way of releasing and a way of self-care. This is the energy and you don't want to hold it in. 
You don't want mountains of this hiding under your heart's rug. Let it out and send it back into the universe and let God take care of it. So it no longer is your responsibility. Next, don't bullshit. Let me say that again for the people in the back trying to pretend like you don't have anything under your rug. Stop bullshitting. You know what you feel and you know when you feel it. But you might be used to pushing it down or pushing it away. Don't bullshit yourself because you're only clogging up your own heart with heaviness, with dustiness. You won't be able to breathe in there after a while. If you want to heal, be real with yourself. Be real about your ugly, speak your darkness, and acknowledge your hurt. This doesn't mean that you will give it all your power. It's not what I'm saying. In fact, it means the opposite. When you call out your own shit, you take the power away from that part of you and it no longer looms over your head. You no longer will worry about people judging you, rejecting you, or seeing you because you see you. So it doesn't matter if they see you because you have sat with your own shit and you found compassion in each area and you've realized that all you need is more self-love. We will block our own healing. You know, after you go through facing your shit, then you go through sweeping out the shit and then we go into releasing right like you have to sweep it out go through the motions cry it out speak to someone write it down that's you airing out this stuff that's sitting under the rug now not bullshitting ourselves is is this next bit that requires you to be real with yourself and this shit is hard man because we can lie to anybody Nobody really knows what's inside of our heads and our hearts. No one knows. You can't look inside of someone. You can only see the outside. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about being real with what you feel. Those negative thoughts, right? Imposter syndrome, your low self-esteem, your jealousy, your control issues, your fear of neglect, fear of abandonment, you know, poor body image. I mean, these are all things that we've all experienced. And these are ugly things. We all think ugly things. We all have ugly thoughts. Those need to be acknowledged too. And those need to be reflected. And those need to be swept out from under the rug as well, right? Are you comparing yourself to others? Are you talking shit in your head? Yes, most likely. Don't bullshit. It's true. We all do this. But the difference is who is working through that shit? Who is turning around and saying, whoa, why, where did that come from? Why did I think that? Who is stopping themselves in their tracks to really analyze why they're thinking that way or why they're acting that way, why they're behaving that way? The shit is hard, man. It's hard to stop yourself from thinking, who does this bitch think she is? That shit is hard. Because who does this bitch think she is? <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm, I mean, no, I'm not kidding. This is serious. It's, it's real. We need to be real about that too, about what we're thinking. The thoughts that are going through our heads because they're indicative of what's in our heart. Those thoughts, those feelings those you know flash ideas that you might have those are all reflective of what you have under your heart's rug 
So you have to pay attention to that too. This isn't only about who hurt you and who are you trying to forget and what did this person do to you that you swept under the rug? Like, no, we're, we're not just talking situations in which you were a victim of something. We're also talking about shit that you have done, shit that I have done, shit that we're not proud of and we've swept under the rug too. Don't bullshit yourself with that because that might be the biggest pile you have under there and it seeps out from under the rug. So face that shit, sweep that shit out. Don't bullshit yourself, but have compassion. Have compassion for yourself and for others. Understand that you too are capable of hurting others. Understand that you too are capable of hurting yourself and you too are capable of being imperfect. But it doesn't need to define you. It just needs to be accepted and then moved into love. That is what compassion is, is understanding that something was wrong, that you should have not done something, but then moving it into love. How can I clarify that? So it doesn't sound like bullshit. Um, Understand that you can fuck up too. People can fuck up. No one's perfect. And when you understand that, you understand that we're all capable of it. And if we're all capable of it, no one is more evil or less good because of it. It's just something that we're moving through. And then accepting it as an experience and letting it go, right? I feel compassion for myself for allowing another person to treat me in a way that does not align with how I value myself. It's different than saying, I'm fucking pissed I let that person do that to me. How could I have been so fucking stupid? It's a huge difference between those two ways. One of them demonstrates that I love myself, that I understand that I made a mistake. The other one carries an energy of damning myself, accusing myself, and ridiculing myself. And that's going to bring more pain, more low self-esteem. And what is moving into love? That's loving yourself despite those flaws. Loving myself despite the fact that I allowed someone to treat me a certain way. That's moving something into love. Okay, I let that happen. Now I'm letting it go. It happened. I did that. I'm still worthy of being loved. I still love myself. The way that you have loved others despite their flaws, that's the way you have to love yourself, right? Love yourself fiercely through this process because it is this self-love that will fuel you into and through each step and finally let go once you've felt and identified faced and called out your shit you have one thing left to do forgive yourself forgive yourself forgive yourself for allowing yourself to be hurt for allowing yourself to be used for allowing yourself to be broken devalued Forgive yourself for doing any of these things to somebody else and then let it go. And yeah, it's a lot easier said than done because these thoughts and emotions will always come back and poke and prod you and test you and see like, are you really over this? Did you really forgive this? Did you really get over this? Have you really healed this? Letting go doesn't mean it immediately disappears from your head. It doesn't immediately disappear from your heart and it doesn't immediately get forgotten. That's not what letting go means. Letting go means accepting every single time that thought feeling or memory or whatever it is that you're sweeping out from under the rug 
every time that comes back you feel compassion for yourself and then you move it into love and then you let it go again that's what that means it means that you're facing it you're sweeping it back out from under that rug and you're not bullshitting yourself saying oh it's fine i'm over it no you're moving through the motions of compassion move it to love and then let it go and then repeat that if it comes back again that's the other part guys healing is not linear and i know you guys have heard this i know you've seen this but it's not it doesn't happen in any type of order it doesn't respect anybody's timeline and it, healing happens only one way and that's through putting in the work and these things will keep coming up right so what we're doing when we're learning to heal what we're doing when we're going through our healing journey quote unquote this is what we're talking about this is what i'm talking about when i say my healing journey i'm talking about all this shit that i've swept out from under the rug i've faced I've dusted out and I haven't bullshitted myself into thinking it's fine. I worked through the compassion stage. I worked through the moving into love stage. I worked into letting go and finally forgiving myself. What we're doing is reprogramming, rewiring our emotional intelligence, right? Imagine that your emotions are a field of tall grass and you're trying to get from one end of it to the other end of it where all the tall sunflowers are. You can see the sunflowers so you know where you're going or you know the direction of where you're going because it's forward, it's ahead of you. And as you walk through this field of tall grass, the blades bend beneath your feet and they're no longer at the same height as the rest of the blades. So then you stop midway because you bullshit yourself and you tell yourself huh eh, i'm cool without that sunflower today and then you walk back then the next day you realize i really want that sunflower today so you start walking back on that path and you're able to find it because you walked it yesterday and the blades are shorter so then you walk that path again maybe you walk a little bit further this time do you see how you're creating a path in this field of tall grass? That's what we're doing by practicing these steps of healing, of working through what we feel and what we've been trying to avoid. You're creating a new path for yourself. You're creating a new road, which you will always be able to follow because you're repeating it. The more you repeat this, the clearer the road will become, the easier it will become to follow. So that the more you practice moving through your healing journey, the easier each step becomes. So it, that's what healing is. That's how healing works, right? You're not gonna walk from one side to the sunflowers in one day. It might not be a week, it might not be years. I don't know what it is for you, but it just doesn't happen at the snap of your fingers. You're carving out a path for your emotional intelligence to reprogram itself. And you're teaching yourself new skills on how to work through emotions so that when you finally work through all the emotions that were under that rug in your heart's living room, any new emotion that comes through, you already have a plan. So it doesn't end up under the rug. So all in all, 
all these steps have done for me is help me create a path but the real work the real progress came from consistency accountability learning to consistently practice the same steps face this air it out vent it out write it out have compassion for myself allow myself to feel it and then letting it go and forgiving myself and then it comes back and i do it again and then it comes back and i do it again and then one day it comes back and i'm just like huh i don't feel that anymore guess what that means you healed it and that's the best feeling in the world when you're presented with a stimulus or a stimuli that used to trigger you and then suddenly it doesn't you know what i'm talking about if you do oh man it's facing your progress and suddenly all of the work you've been doing it's all worth it so in closing i want to remind you that you are no longer these things after you go through these expansion steps in your healing journey remember that it's not linear and it will not feel or look the same throughout your journey Time is meaningless and progress is measured in self-love. So you will know how you are doing when you recognize that you are being more patient with yourself in difficult situations, when you are speaking to yourself in a loving voice, and finally when you can let go of experiences that have haunted you in the past. Progress will come in waves and it will be subtle in the beginning because we're purging. But once you purge your heart of all the stored shit, then you'll be able to feel how your heart will adapt to new processes. Now I want you to envision yourself sitting in the living room of your heart again on that big comfy couch in your comfy position, looking at the rug in the middle of the living room in your heart and i want you to ask yourself what's under there and then i challenge you to lift up that rug and look and with that i hope i was able to leave a little more secure in your space and leave a lot less silence in your hearts until next time babes <laughs>